from the Numb Bills Fan Podcast, episode 231. I'm your host this morning, David Palermo. And as always, follow along on numbillsfan.com, Instagram, Twitter, little Facebook. Um, live here on Instagram as well, right now. So trying this out for the morning. Um, yeah, so here we are. As always, your host, probably already said that, David Palermo. So if you're looking on Instagram, I have a little Pancho Bila um, keychain hanger thing. And it's like a stuffed, really cool thing. Um, went to the Pancho Bila Memorial service at Hammer's Lot uh, last week. Pretty cool. Nice things for him. And um, yeah, so they had a nice thing for him at the game last week with Cincinnati and uh you know hell of a job for the team to actually do something for somebody like that so they support him through his little battle of cancer and uh rest in peace Poncho dude fucking fought the good fight and an inspiration for us all so fuck man huge huge battle sorry didn't mean to make that sound small here um so anyways, the Bills are playing the Patriots, and I'm hoping the Bills can bring their mojo into that place. And uh, with the Poncho power, maybe uh, knock Tom Brady the fuck out. Like, I mean, about time. Okay. I, I was going through um, some some interesting stuff. Just this podcast is going to be like level, higher level echelon. I'm sure... You already know all the defensive stats of the Pats. Yeah, they're number one. They're awesome right now. But you also know the Pats have played preseason teams. So this podcast is a little bit more, um, I would say, advanced. So I'm just going to ramble, you know, more like you're at the tailgate with your friends here. So something that I looked up that was really fucking interesting is um, the New England Patriots they had, I, I think, like nine, ten, ten win or more seasons since before Bill Belichick. And when you look at the games won, you're just going down the list, and it's like 11, 10, 12, 14. It, it, it's, it's ridiculous. So I started puking in my mouth per usual, okay? And I start doing my favorite thing, which is I go on ProFootballReference.com. Um, I go on RotoWire, a little Pro Football Focus, some Football Outsiders. Cover1.net is my go-to for Bill stuff. Gives you a great general um, thing to look at if you want to get into X's and O's. Like I said, if you want a deeper cut about the Bills, um, Cover1.net's the place to be. Um, so, you know... What I like about cover one is I can go here and and then see the exact play, understand a bunch of terminology that can relate to other plays, and then try to accurately predict what's going to happen. Because one thing that's really confusing is game tape. And what I mean by that is, we're going into year we're going into game four 
And the Bills, they've played three games. And um, the Patriots have played three games, clearly. So the Patriots have won by such blowouts. What are you really going to know that they're going to do on offense? Because after a certain point, you're not going to show your playbook. And I think that is a disadvantage for Leslie Frazier and the Buffalo Bills defense. So kind of makes me wonder, if I'm the defensive coordinator, Mr. Frazier, what do you take and what don't you take out of these games? I mean... Let's put it this way. The Patriots' first game, you know, 33 points against the Steelers, 43 points against Miami for their second game, and their last game was against the Mono Boy Jets with 30. Okay? So, as a Bills fan, I'm going to bring you through my life. And it's pretty much, I wasn't too into the 90s Bills. I don't know a ton about like deep shit like i know way more about the last probably 12 years of the bills than i do any era and it's pathetic it's fucking pathetic but after they start losing consistently and i used to be a chicago still am chicago bulls fan i was a big basketball fan as a kid and you know growing up in a gambling household i didn't get to just watch one game my father on saturdays would have a pad out right down all the spreads of every game to Vegas, same thing on Sunday morning, and we would be channel surfing. Oh, I'm not watching the fucking Bills. Okay. Well, everybody's wearing this fucking Bills awesome gear around, championship. We, we can't watch that? Okay, well, watch the Super Bowls and playoffs, of course, you know. But it's like, it, it, he's a Vikings fan, so I grew up liking all of his teams too, and being my dad, I'd follow the Vikings, you know. And watching the Bills and the Vikings in parallel, it's made me realize, oh, shit, you can lose a few seasons and come back with a totally different team and just dominate. And the Bills were just stuck in this perpetual fucking sludge. And after a while, I'm just like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I, I saw Randall Cunningham, you know, come out with Randy Moss and Chris Carter. And Cunningham was pretty much like, not left for dead, but he's a backup quarterback and, and revived his career. And it's like, why can that happen? Well, the Patriots clearly dominate with the Bills. And if I'm a Bills fan... I'm beating on the drum to other people if they want to argue about teams being bad. That the Bills, not for nothing, they play the Patriots, who have dominated for so long that we're shooting for a wild card. We, as in me, I'm on the team. Uh, the Bills are shooting for a wild card here every time. Every time. And it's a race to the wild card. What does that mean? When it's a race to the wild card, that means that stupid fucking game against Cincinnati matters. Every AFC game matters. Remember Jim Schwartz? Great defensive coach. Okay? It, it, it's like, I love Jim Schwartz. But the Bills beat all the NFC North teams that year. And I would argue that that Bills team with Kyle Orton was better than, not even argue, it's a fact, was better than the Bills team 
on um you know the playoff bills team okay and the way the bills made the playoffs that year it was like the last way i wanted the bills to make the playoffs why because now we have bullshit fucking marketing like the team is actually good and it wasn't okay and yours truly here said after that season get rid of the o-line coach get rid of the quarterbacks coach and then they draft josh allen and i'm like you're fucking kidding me and they go a whole year Letting his kid fucking learn the NFL through a shitty offensive system that took LaShawn McCoy and made him fucking useless for two years. You're going to put in fucking Josh Allen with this kid. So, yeah, it was fun to watch A-Cats. That's fucking right. And if you're wondering who A-Cats was, you're clearly not on Instagram Live right now. So get on there and interact with me and I'll fucking do this in real time. Why? Because I'm good at this shit. What's that mean? It means I listen to fucking guys talk all the time. And when there's an annoying fucking caller or an annoying person who can't read a comment correctly, I want to smash your head in with my fucking little elbow. Anyways, so the Bills are going to have to add up as a fan all these wins. And the Bills beat the NFC North with the Orton team. Okay, they cleared them out. That doesn't matter. They lost to too many ASC teams. You lose to the Chargers. And how many times is there some big fucking event? And then we're listening to the radio, listening to all this shit. And it's like, oh, man, can't wait. And then there's like a Hall Hall of Fame induction ceremony for like Thurman Thomas or whoever the hell it might be. And it just tends to be like bad timing that the Bills get blown the fuck out. Like just blown the fuck out. And after a while, I just had to wonder, like, am I the only one waking up to this fucking marketing bullshit over the years and all this crap I'm buying in? And you know what, Sammy Watkins, I'm defending Doug Whaley, and I don't know what he does behind the scenes. I heard there was some petty shit with him and, and Rex. I don't know what it was. I would fucking tell you. I, I, if somebody knows, find out. Email me, davidnumbillsfan.com. I'm on Instagram, on Twitter, Numpills Fan everywhere, numpillsfan.com. Okay, subscribe to the podcast or you find your podcast. You better keep it here real live because I'll be here live. And if you're missing it live, I'm in my fucking tracksuit, which has gold stripes and tigers and some awesome dark jungle leaves. Probably from the rainforest. And it feels good. And I got the little Poncho Bila thing over here. What do you ever want to call it? The little stuff thing of a bob. R.I.P. Poncho. Poncho power. Okay, so as a Bills fan, we live and die every single play, every single game. And look at my face. You can't see because they're not on Instagram Live, but my face looks fucking haggard. And it looks a little fucked, okay? And I'm tired. I'm tired of buying into bullshit, all right? The Bills team is a good team this year, all right? The, the, I was looking at the offensive stats, and I can't believe it. All three games, the Bills have over 100 yards rushing and over 230, I believe, passing yards. Maybe over, not definitely not 250. But I was shocked at it. And um, I've always just, like, like, I'm the kind of person in the fantasy draft, I, I want balance. So in the fantasy draft, I actually like pick eight. If I'm in a 16-teamer. If I'm in a 10-team, I like to pick five. 12, pick six. You get the gist. 
I like balance. Josh Allen doesn't need to be fucking amazing. No, 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 no. Don't talk about this fucking leadership stuff. Don't put more pressure on him than he needs. You know, I think Josh is cool and, and strong enough to handle it. But, man, sometimes I wonder, you know, yes, they're worried about football. And a player is not just going to go in there and worry about football his whole life for 24 fucking hours. It's just they're humans. It's a job. And a lot of times overproduction, you know, in, in music or art or something like that, or even in this case, football, if you put too much work into it and try it too fucking hard, I know it sounds stupid, but it doesn't make you automatically better. Practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. So you could be divesting your time and energy into something that you think is right, but it's not, or it doesn't really matter. You're splitting hairs. At the same time, if you have a checkpoint set up, you can find out where your weaknesses are and work on that, and that's true. But there's a certain time where there's over-analysis equals paralysis, I guess is how it goes. So what I'm getting at is with, I, I love... I said it. I had no problem with Brian Dable, um, his offense. I, I had a problem with Juan Castillo, offensive line coach, hanging around. And now look, the Bills have an offense that looks fucking modern. That whole Vikings parallel I had with you, I'd see this Vikings team go through quarterbacks, go through players, go through a bunch of shit. And they would figure it out. Meanwhile... The Buffalo Bills, always having a top 10, or I say top 12 pick or something, you know. And when it's constantly coaching turnovers and this guy's not good enough, it's like Bills fans are loyal. I would have rather seen Shane Gailey, frankly, with another defensive coordinator, at least for another year, see what you could do. You know, and... and the team's offense was awesome. It, it held up. It took lemons, turned it into lemonade, and it taught me at least like what coaching is all about. As far as you know, you got your Phil Jacksons, you know, uh, uh, of the NBA. You got your Belichicks, but what they have is they have a wonderful system. What Shane we had was a great offensive system where. He could plug and play and adjust. I mean, the dude, like, got rid of Lee Evans. You know what I mean? Told him to kick rocks and took on Stevie Johnson. A total just eccentric. He's a he's a special part. He's, a, he's, a, he's an individual, I should say. You know, and even the way he played football, he ran routes a certain way, you know, base back to basketball. And he's torched Revis many times. So that's a good coach to me, is getting the best out of your players, how to use them. And, you know, the Bills on defense the last two years, or I mean last season was good. Liverpool was okay, I guess. This year, it's solid. I can't. Can't really complain except for, I'll be honest, interior of the defensive line. A little bit worried with Harrison Phillips out. So, with the Bills living and dying throughout at that point on every AFC win and being a Bills fan here, 
it's really hard for me to say that the Bills are going to beat the Patriots today. It, it really fucking is. It, it really is. And my classic fandom is to get in an argument with everybody and say, no, 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 here's how the stats line up. Here's how the Bills can beat them. And what happens with every Patriots game, I feel like, is the Bills are in it for, like, the first half. And they just get, like, a slow burn, like, within a touchdown away from the Patriots going into halftime. And then the Bills go three and out, punt, more points from the Pats, and it just keeps happening. And it's a slow burn. Um, If the Bills win this game, I mean, I think it's a guaranteed shoe into the playoffs unless they do something absolutely dumb. So, again, it's hard for me to see the Bills actually winning against Bill Belichick, the Bills killer, okay? But if you think the Bills are going to win, ready? So... Second halves of games. Here we go. The Bills. First game against the Jets. They went three quarters. Almost three quarters without points. Remember that? Game one. Okay. The Bills had three points at the end of the third quarter. Okay. They scored 17 points to win that game. When I saw 17 points real quick come into the faction of what the Bills offense can do, I'm like, oh, shit. If they could score 17 points in a fucking quarter, and I haven't seen this from the Bills in a long time, that tells me they can do a lot of shit. That tells me that the hiring of Bobby Johnson, that new offensive line coach, he was, he was here with Shane Gailey, my man, okay? And then... Chan Gailey, clearly, the blocking was fine. And there was guys like Reinhardt, people that you just didn't even fucking hear about, that produced, right? So you got Bobby Johnson. He was just in Indianapolis with the Colts. Now, he was an assistant online coach, but I've been saying it. Just get somebody who knows what the fuck is going on. Again, Juan Castillo took Eric Wood and Richie Incognito, who were coming off Pro Bowl seasons, okay, and drove them into the dust. Made them fucking useless, all right? What I'm getting at here is quarterbacks coach. The Bills got rid of David Culley. I am so stoked that the Bills got rid of that guy because Josh Allen is doing shit. But everybody's like, oh, the light went on for Josh Allen midseason last year. No one fucking didn't. Yeah, it did, but why? Because the Bills had Derek Anderson come in and fucking, like, kill it. You know what I mean? Just, I I don't know. I, I just, you know, you get the guy, a veteran quarterback, to sit behind, and then he comes out looking like he knows how to watch game tape. You're not going to learn from Nathan Peterman, okay? So now here we go. The Bills have an offense that can score 17 fucking points without LaShawn McCoy. And honestly, LaShawn McCoy, man, I'm going to wish he was on the team at times, but there's going to be a big part where I'm like, why was Chris Ivory getting production? Why was Frank Gore in Miami last year on one of the worst offensive lines ever getting having some of his, one of his best years yards uh, after contact? 
to me, Frank Gore can run 100 fucking yards today. All right? But Bill Belichick is going to make Josh Allen throw, and that's fine. You know, they're going to stack the box. Throw, dude. Throw. And with Stephon Gilmore, everybody's been, you know, high on Stephon. We've seen it. People shitting on him. But in all reality, the way I'm looking at this whole shit is, number one, the Bills need points. They can't have a hollow quarter. All right? Um, If you go back to, um, let's see here, the Jets game, you know, 17 points, I should say, third quarter, I I thought that was, yeah, so 14 points in the fourth quarter, three points in the third quarter. They scored 17 points in about, I believe, a 17-minute span. I'm stoked on that. I can't complain. All right? Now, the Bills at the Giants, I was a little weary about it, right? Third quarter, the Bills have zero points, and I don't like the zero. I have, like, PTSD to a zero from 2018. 2018 was the hardest season for me to go drive to a game and to to have, like, my life struggles, whatever the fuck I'm going through, where money could be going elsewhere, my time could be spent elsewhere. And, yeah, maybe it's time to get rid of a season ticket at that point, right? Like, I mean, that is life. That means sacrifice. They'll always be there. What am I missing? Some guys in laundry I like to root for, as Jerry Seinfeld would say. You know, so the Bills ended up the game against the Giants with 28 points, but... I'll round out my point soon. Cincinnati Bengals. The Bills had zero points again in the third fucking quarter. Josh Allen did a great job on a side note because I haven't had a postgame show um, since the live. Um, Josh Allen did a wonderful job as far as bringing the team down the field all season. All season. So three games. We're going to find out this team at the game four. But that's like an asterisk as a Bills fan against the Patriots. As a game five, we'll definitely know the team. Okay. Now, I don't want the Bills to go if they lose and lose the next game. That's the Titans. That can't happen. So here's what I'm looking at. The Bills in the third quarter have scored 17 points. Game one. I should say second half. Sorry. 17 points, game one against the Jets, game two against the Giants. They scored seven points in the second half. Game three against the fucking Bengals, they scored seven points. The Patriots in the second half, Pittsburgh only 13, only 13. There's still two more than... You know, some more points than the Bills. They ended up with 33 points that game. Okay? Now, in the Bills' defense against the Bengals, they ended up with 21 points. Okay? And, um, you know, Giants, 28. And the Jets are whopping 17. I had this awakening, okay, that the Patriots put up 43 points against Miami. And they put up 30 points in the second half. 30 fucking points. Again, another preseason game. Preseason game five. The Jets. Holy shit. Only 10 points. But they ended the game putting up 30. But they played the mono Jets. I don't think it would have made a difference, frankly. What? So they don't try as hard? 
or they have to try a little bit harder. The the Patriots to beat a not mono Darnold Jets. I don't know. The Jets are not as bad as we think. Number one, they're ju- they're just not. There's too much talent, especially in the defensive line. There's too much talent. Um, so what I'm getting at is, if the Bills have hollow quarters, they're not going to win the game. They're not going to win the game. Bill Belichick is going to stomp them out. And I've asked people close to me. Uh, if you follow me, you know I talked to this guy Tommy Drywall, and uh, we work together. I sub work from him, and he goes. I go, what do you think about the Patriots? He goes, you know, I think the Patriots are going to take the Bills out behind the woodshed and just beat them. (laughs) Just absolutely beat the shit out of them. And, you know, I got thinking to last year's Bills team, and they did good against Brady. They just couldn't put up points. At the same time, the Bills have scored um, 12 points, 6 points, 16 points, and 3 points. So that's a total of 18 points. No, I'm sorry. Wrong stat. So the Bills have scored 18, 3, 21. Yeah, I can't do math. I am screwing this all up here. I had a whole awesome little stat read, and I forgot to label it. I am so pro. But essentially, the Bills have not scored uh, many points against the Patriots under Sean McDermott. I mean, Rex wasn't much to sneeze at either. Let's be real here. But they did put up decent points against the Pats. I mean, under Rex. So the Bills last season, they had a total of 18 points against the Patriots, 12 and then 6. The season before, they had a total of 19 points. So, 12, 6, 16, and 3. I was correct. All right, I know what I'm doing here. Don't you dare doubt me. It's a total of 37 points over two years. Meanwhile... Somehow we expect the Bills to just shut down a fucking Patriots team and win the game. I just can't. I just fucking can't. Am I a bad fan? No, I'm just trying to not fucking be insane. So, I don't know. The Bills are shown to put up 17 points. If Josh Allen has a solid game today and... The Bills defense can stop the run. I know. Stop the run. Yeah, stop the run. Harrison Phillips was having an amazing... uh, Amazing. It's probably a little too much here. It's amazing after he snaps his ACL. Before you know he snaps his ACL, very promising, doing pretty good this year. Okay? In fact, you would say him and Jordan Phillips offer more time than Starla Tule. I understand what Sarutoui's job is, but I also understand that his snap counts. I would like to see more of a playmaker inside, to be honest with you. Um, A lot of people are catching up that he's not really that good at stopping the run and being effective, honestly. The, The defensive interior pressure is, believe it or not, 
the guy Trent Murphy is is higher up on that list too. Now I understand his job is to keep everybody clean, and you know he might not even amass 15 tackles all year. I get it. Okay, he has two in three games. I get it. It's a different position. It's one of those ones where with the scheme, I should say. So we're used to seeing a Marcel Darius who can get in the backfield, who can do a lot of shit. Anyways, the Bills had to face Josh Gordon. I'm worried about Trey White with Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon is hands down one of the best receivers in football. He's a beast. He's huge. And I'm not sure where Josh Gordon would rank, um, will rank at the end of this year. He's not having an, an explosion like I thought. In fact, the Dorset character has three touchdowns. And um, that's, I, I don't want to say this Tom Brady's go-to, but with Edelman out, it could be one of those deals. So, again, history shows that we come into this game as fans all hyped and then after the game we go what the fuck were we even thinking and we get hit with a reality check and at this point i'm just hands in the air just like i'll just i just have to watch it see how it plays out hi ronnie thank you for joining um and just see how it plays out you know it I'm concerned that that there's going to be a Patriots running back, and I think it's going to be Sony Michelle. I'm playing Sony Michelle on my fantasy team this year, and the sun's coming in right in my face. Great. Um, I'm playing Sony Michelle in my fantasy team this year, and I never wanted that guy, and he hasn't produced. But guess what? I'm fucking starting him for sure, for sure against the Bills. Um, Harrison Phillips is out. I think that guy is a blow actually to the defensive line. I want to see Jordan Phillips get more time and step up. I want to see more Shaq Lawson, please. Shaq Lawson to me is a greater asset than Trent Murphy. I understand he spent money on Trent Murphy, but Shaq Lawson is a better football player, just a better football player. Um, I believe he sets the edge better. I believe he actually gets interior pressure and, you know, like outside pressure too. So it's like I feel like him and, and Jerry Hughes, out there at the same time, it, it's promising. It's a promising future to me. So, as far as defense, I think the Bills can keep the Bills' offense in this game. The the Bills' defense should be able to keep should be able to give ample opportunity. If the Bills' defense gets these batted down balls and picks, which they've been getting a lot of batted down balls, there could be. A good amount of points here for the Bills. But I don't really trust that they're going to have a quarter. If the Bills can just keep scoring points every quarter, just score a touchdown every quarter, yeah, it's hard to do. I understand. It's the Patriots. But that's 28 points. The league average is what, 23 to 25, so say 24. All I'm looking to do is be competitive here, get in the mix of, uh, of things. And I think this is the first year we've seen in, in a few years 
where the Bills' offense can actually do some damage if they want. And I don't think Frank Gore is dead. I think TJ Yeldon could do a little bit better of a job. I'm hoping Singletary plays. I don't know. Okay, I mean, TJ Yeldon, he put that ball to the turf, and it's like the hand that hit that ball out did not even look like it came in hard. And, you know, Adrian Peterson had a fumbling problem, and then he got rid of that problem. You have to work at it. Um, Recognize your weakness and, and, and try to go after it. So defensively for the Bills, I think they have a lot in front of them. You know, White out of the backfield, he can catch a lot of passes. He he offers a lot of um, opportunity, let's just say, to just shred like Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds was picked on pretty bad last year. Um, play action, he was biting hard. So I want to see the Bills just kind of try not to outthink it. You know, I feel like this Patriots game come up. And they just outthink it so much. It drives me fucking crazy. Everybody gets so hyped. It's so serious. And it's like, it's not. It's a fucking game. The guy across from you is the best chess master in football. Bill Belichick. I, I, it's like, I hate to say it, but like I admire the dude now. It's fucking stupid. I hate it. I hate myself for that. But he's good at what he does. I don't think he gets enough credit, believe it or not. Oh, if it wasn't for Tom Brady, no. He still won without Tom Brady. I mean, did he play seasons without Tom Brady? No, we haven't seen that. We probably never will. You know, but... You know, look at Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott, okay? Look at the defense that Leslie Frazier has. That's his his defense, okay? Look at that defense. It's solid throughout. You know what I mean? They, They... Offer ample opportunity. They quote unquote make you work for every yard, as the Patriots are saying. Okay. Um, it's a dependable defense. I got to say, it's a very dependable defense. Okay. But there's guys like Josh Gordon, White in the backfield. Okay. I don't. Sony Michelle is due, but their fullback is injured, and he was always out there with the fullback. And also, the Patriots have two interior or two offensive linemen injured, too. So, I mean, maybe that equals out Harrison Phillips going out. I don't know. You know, I really I really don't know. Um, I just want to see the Bills be competitive and fucking edge this one out. I think the Bills, I think any football team on any given Sunday can beat them. It really comes down to coaching a lot of the times and the limits of your talent. I know that's, like, something to say. But Josh Allen has a lot of talent. He offers a threat with his legs. The Bills have speed at the receiver position. And one thing I like is is I started out this podcast. I'm going to wrap on this point. We're talking about game tape and and stuff like that. And the thing is, is you got to – chess is a long troll, okay? What I mean by that is – Bill Belichick's going to throw out a bunch of plays that that they're not probably even going to ever run again, I would think, or not run many, that they're in these blowouts putting 30 points in the second half against Miami. Like, what the fuck do you expect? I mean, no, 
No, no, no. You know, like, so what I'm getting at is Brian Dable's been evolving this jet sweep thing with McKenzie and then evolves into a pass off. And then it, so that's what I'm trying to say is over time, these plays are going to develop and we're going to be able to pick and choose more consistently what the Patriots are going to look like, I believe, the second time around. But the Patriots are known to have a whole thing of just featuring guys at certain points. And it's everything is a week-by-week matchup-based thing. And if you have players in your system that can't execute the simple shit, or they think they're bigger than the system, they just get get gone. Why do you think veterans go there? Because veterans know they're asked to do one fucking thing. Do your job. That's it. It sounds stupid. Sounds whatever. But after a certain point, when your ego's humbled, you just want to go to work. You don't want to be fucking bothered. You want to go to work. You want to go home. You want to be with your family or you're not family. Play video games. Whatever the fuck you do. Mow your lawn. You don't care about that shit. I think that's what Belichick is fine. Bill's defense, I think it's the same way. I think McDermott is building something very similar. Come in, handle your shit. Yeah, we'll have our own Bill's culture thing here. Handle your shit, and let's go. And now you're three of this McDermott defense, and you have a quarterback that can actually fucking... He can do what Tyrod did, but... He's like more, I don't know. I feel like there's more people that he can actually get the ball to in some weird way. He's not just keying in on one or two guys. And that's one thing with Tyrod is he couldn't really play a traditional football game, it felt like sometimes. Like he wasn't going to stand in the pocket all the time. And Josh Allen is kind of trying. And I feel like, you know, this is who we have. The special teams have kicked up a notch too. The Bills have the pieces in place. I just feel like the Bills are a little too raw to knock the Patriots out right now. And I hate to say it. It fucking sucks to say it like that. But, again, the Bills have put up 37 points total in the last two years of meeting the Patriots. I hate to be a revisionist history guy. But I'm sick of telling myself they're going to beat the Patriots finally this time. They're not. And I have to just sit back and watch and hope. It's a pathetic fucking answer. It's it's awful, and I'm just not buying the hype. I'm not buying the hype of this Bills team. They have struggled to beat the Jets. They had to come back, okay? They have played the Bengals, which I think is going... I think the Bengals are going to be... I could eat crow so hard. I think there's a lot of talent on the Bengals, and they're going to end up being a team that maybe is in the mix for the playoffs with their division, actually, I think. Um, Pittsburgh is 0-3. can't even believe that. The AFC is just a tire fire right now, and, and, and it's here for the Bills. The Bills will be in the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, I will be shocked, hands-on shocked. That's why this New England game, I'm not stressed about it. It's not going to get me. I'm going to be emotional. I'm going to come on here at the end of the fucking game, and I'm going to be fucking pissed. Who knows? I might come on for pregame real quick, too, to talk some more shit. But I'm just, you know, if you're watching Instagram Live, I'm just in a tracksuit chilling. And I have to go to Tim Avery's wedding. Tim Avery writes for numbillsfan.com. And he decided to have a wedding at 2 fucking 30 today. 
So I'm not going to the game. I hope my ticket's sold. That would be nice. I don't know. Right now, I Jeff would be at my house. We'd be driving out. Just went to Jeff Knight's wedding. If anybody knows Jeff Knight. So he usually rides with me to the Bills games. I can't go today. I'm bummed. Of all fucking games I want to go to in the last, like, five years, it's it's really this one. It's really this one. Thank you, filling the blanks. This jacket is fucking fire. And it's actually a matching tracksuit. I know. It's pretty legit. Marshall special. I hit the lottery. Um, so this has been podcast two thirty one. I don't know what else to ramble on here. Okay. I'm looking at Dorset fucking shredding. I'm looking at Gordon shredding. But you know, this defense is gonna be put to the test. And I just hope a lot of fans don't fall off the edge. I hope they just realize it is what it is. But here I am. If the Bills fucking win, I'm going to be like, wow. Yeah, any given Sunday, you know. So either way, I have an out for my bullshit. So thank you for tuning in. It's been 41 minutes of fucking rambling, not fury. So have a good day. I hope you enjoy the game today. I'm your host, David Palermo. Keep it fucking real. And to review real quick, I'm looking to see more Shaq Lawson. Jordan Phillips, defensive tackle. Let's do some fucking damage, dude. Let's see this guy do some damage. I'm looking for a bigger game out of Star. Um, Tremaine Edmonds, we're going to see what he's about today. Big game for Tremaine. All right, offensively, Frank Gore, working on his offense. Working on his offense. Um, So, Rodney, 3-1 is still good, but if we're taking the next step to see, we got to beat teams like Tennessee next week. That's right, Rodney. And... I don't want to see this Bills team 3-2, and two, and I don't want to see the Bills sleeping on the Titans either. Fuck out of here. Don't sleep on anybody. Whoop ass, especially in the AFC. You got to get these AFC wins. All right? You just need to get them. Handle your business. Have fun. As Steve Johnson would say, right? So as it is said, I'm out. Podcast 231. Pats at Bills. Preview. Hope you're driving to the game or pregame is good. Love you all. I'm your host, David Palermo. Thank you for all the support and um, tune in brought to you by punch drunk sports podcast network. So take care and toodles. Oh wait, no, not toodles. Get a, get your ass on Instagram. All right. We're on Instagram live now. We're doing this shit. I'm going to be here pregame postgame, maybe halftime if I'm lucky. All right. It's always something on the feed, always some graphics, always some comments. So get out of here. Goodbye.